0: Welcome into 10-Minute Warning. I'm Harrison. I'm Ian. And we're going to start with a trivia question. Ready? Uh, sure. Yeah, you're not ready. Which NFL division... Now, this is... So there's only eight divisions. Yeah. Which NFL division currently has a 7 win percentage? That's tied for the second highest combined win percentage for a division through seven weeks since 1970. Which division? 19-8 and eight combined record. Nineteen and eight. Uh, I'm going to have to go with the AFC East. (laughs) AFC East, you get one more guess. Again, a nineteen and eight combined record. That's the second highest win percentage for a division through seven weeks since 1970. I'm going to get this wrong. You're going to know exactly, you're going to be like, oh, of course, as soon as I tell you which one it is, if you get it wrong. Is it NFC, is it AFC, is it NFC, is it AFC? I'll go with the NFC West. Really? Correct, NFC West, yes. Okay. Because the 49ers, even though they're beat up, they keep beating NFC East teams. Well, that's true. (laughs) So they've got a lot of wins, even though they've got nobody on their team. stop it welcome in this 10 minute warning podcast is brought to you by a million dollars really yes not for us but that's how much money the falcons could save if they unloaded matt ryan on another team Next year, which I don't think they'll do. No, they won't. I think a lot of those rumors, every time you get close to the trade deadline, all these rumors get out of hand.
1: Yeah, they'll definitely keep them around.
0: Everybody with a check mark on Twitter wants to tell you they've got a hot take. Mm -hmm. They're just taking a guess, and then that way, if it's right, they get clout. Yeah. Stupid. It's really stupid. Sources. Sources. I'd like to meet sources, because sources has a lot of takes. Yeah. So let's get to the Thursday night game. You'll have already seen it by the time this broadcasts, but... We're going to go through all the games every week. Falcons are not favored against the Panthers. No. They have one win on the year.
1: Yeah, I mean, they could technically have more than that. if They had played some certain place a little bit smarter, but I don't have them winning this game.
0: No, I mean, if the Falcons are going to win a game, it'll be this one. Because Thursday night games, that's my rule, Thursday night games are always weird. They're weird. But I think I'm going to go with the Panthers to cover. Um, The line has moved to two and a half. It opened at negative three. It opened at three points. So Mm -hmm. if I had to guess, they're trying to get some more money on the Falcons. They're trying to get people to bet on the Falcons in Vegas. So we're both going with the Panthers. Panthers covering. All right. Let's go to the Colts-Lions. Colts-Lions game. That'll be at 12 o'clock CBS time. Well, it'll be at 1 p.m. Yeah. Um, Colts four and two Lions three and three. The lions will be at home. The Colts are favored by three over unders 50 and a half. What do you think? I would say under under you think yeah. this would be a defensive battle. Yeah, I could totally see that. But the Lions' defense is left a little bit to be desired for me. I don't know if I'm touching the over under on this one. I think I would rather take the over honestly, because Matt Stafford just had cool. that last two minute drive.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I just see these two teams being a little bit hard-nosed, old-school football. And so I think that'll ultimately lead to it being a much lower-scoring game. That's fair. Are we taking either a team in this matchup? I'll take the Colts. I-, I think the Lions were lucky to get that last win against the Falcons. I mean, they wouldn't have won had the Falcons stayed out of the end zone.
0: Yeah, they got lucky. Yeah, they got lucky. And uh, the Lions winning three in a row would be a real statement. Yes. I think I'll go with the Lions winning three in a row to make a statement. Go for it. I'm giving. I'm saying Matt Stafford emerges. Here we go. All right. We get Matt Patricia's seat a little bit colder. A little bit colder. Yeah. Colder. Cooler. Cooler. <laughs> I like that word. We're gonna make that a new word. New word. Yeah. Webster, hit me up. <laughs> Vikings. Packers. Uh, Packers favored by six and a half. This game opened up with the Packers only favored by two and a half. Was that at the beginning of the year? Uh, beginning of the week. Beginning of the week. Really? Yeah. It opened up at two and a half, and it's moved to six and a half. That's a lot of movement. That means they're really trying to make people bet on the Vikings. That means too much money is going in on the Packers, and I just don't. um, I would still bet on the Packers. I think if they win, they're going to win by a touchdown. Easily. I think the idea that – what do you think about the idea? We'll talk about this real quick. Mike Zimmer being on the hot seat. I think – I I hate it. They just won a playoff game last year, and
1: I don't don't know. I don't think so.
0: That team – I mean, some people have been saying, oh, Mike Zimmer's on the hot seat. I'm just like – When's the last time the Vikings had a coach nearly as good as Mike Zimmer? Even right. when they're not good, they play hard. They play close. Like they're they're defensive. They're they, they're they, kind of cut for the area they're in for once. And he to
1: the NFC Championship. I mean, he's got talent on the team. It's just getting it to come together.
0: They, the fact they, that he hasn't made Kirk Cousins happen shouldn't be held against him. That no. was the GM's idea, right? But uh, who are we taking in this game? Packers, Packers. So. So far, we're pretty united on everything.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is a pretty, pretty good week.
0: We'll see. We'll probably be wrong about everything. Yeah. Patriots-Bills. Uh, a couple weeks ago, this would have been a more exciting game. Yeah. And I mean that from both teams' perspective. The Patriots, before they played the Broncos, looked like a better team. Mm-hmm. The Bills, before they had their last couple games, had a, looked better, like, record. Had a better record. Yeah. But the Bills are still 5-2, and two, and the Bills are still favored at three and a half. And I think the Bills still win this game. Yeah, I've had the Bills winning this division from the yeah. beginning
1: of the year. And I think the way Cam has progressed, I don't even know if that's the right word. regress regress. <laughs> yeah. Not.
0: Uh, You've got to take the Bills. And I just think that I, I stick by my statement. I've said it every week. I think the Dolphins are the closest team to taking this division from the Bills. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's the Patriots. I think the Patriots are Not off this anymore. year. I mean, the Patriots could come
1: back to playing how they did in the begin- like beginning of the season, but I don't think that's possible. I, I just I can't see it happening.
0: They'll rebound at some point, but... It may be too late. It may be too late. And the fact that Cam Newton, we've seen this before, where he has an injury that it looks like he's going to be dealing with all year. Mm-hmm. It affects it him all year. every year. Yeah. The, if, uh, in the Broncos game, like I think so he only threw... He only threw three passes in the direction of his injury. Everything else went to one side of the field. Uh, okay, yeah. That makes you pretty transparent yeah. when you can't complete a pass, but if you do, it always goes to one side. Mm. So Cam Newton is clearly playing injured. I think pulling him was a good idea, but I think the Patriots are just feeling that void left by Tom Brady in November. Oh yeah. I think maybe by December, we'll see if the Patriots can bounce back a little bit, but I think November is going to be rough for them. Mm. Um, so we're both taking the bills. Honestly, at, over-under at only 44 kind of feels like a trick. I'm taking the over. I mean, the one thing I would worry about with the Patriots is their red zone defense is very good. They'll let you get all the way down the field, then not score.
1: The Patriots put up six points against the depleted 49ers team.
0: So you don't think you'd take the over? I can't take the over on that.
1: I can't see the Patriots. That's, That's true. They're the not moving right the game. Now.
0: They're not moving the ball at all in yeah, the game. and yeah. the
1: Bills aren't ever like a high-scoring team either. Right,
0: they, they win tough. They win tough. And this is a division game. I'm taking the under. That's you yeah. know what? You've you've convinced me. The 44 is a trap because yes. you people see the Patriots, maybe they haven't been watching them play lately. Mm-hmm. You think okay, well even without Tom Brady, Bill Belichick will put up that many points. Yeah. No. Yeah. They'd have to have 22 a piece. I think this game's more like a 17 see, to 20. Yeah very close game low scoring I, I feel like seventeen to twenty is the way you describe every Bill's Patriots matchup for the past decade very true
1: and I like the how they played the Jets last week it was low scoring tight
0: battle I mean I thought the Jets might finally get their first win last week yeah. they had a shot so now let's go on to the Titans Bingles um mm, this, like this game one. this game is interesting to me despite the fact that it's a five and one versus a one five and one yep but I'm interested to see – Joe Burrow is throwing a lot. I mean, he's got several players. I told somebody, I can't believe my fantasy football team, one of them is 3-4 and four, with three Bengals in the starting lineup. Oh. If I had done that last year, I'd be 0-7. Right. <laughs> but, I mean, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, A.J. Green had one week where he came back. Yeah. Uh, Joe Mixon, if he could get healthy. But Giovanni Bernard instead, like, they're putting up points. Yeah. They're getting out there and they're moving – And the Titans, as good as the Titans are, they're outscoring you. They're not stopping you. It's a cushy matchup.
1: Yeah, the Titans haven't fully impressed me this year. They've won the games, but they've barely won them. And then when they played the Steelers, I know it was a close game, but it really wasn't a close game for the most part. The
0: Titans have impressed me except for the Steelers game. Because I feel like the Titans... So if the Titans were playing this way and they were the Patriots the year before, I would not be impressed. But because the Titans have always been that team that always looked like to get lucky every now and again and never be dominant, mm-hmm. I think the Titans for the first time in a long time, maybe since Jeff Fisher, look like a team every week that you think is going to win the game. Like yeah. I, they're changing my mentality. So I that's what I give I give the Titans credit in that department. So I think they I think they've taken a step I didn't say that. Okay. The Titans are favored only by the favor They're favored by six. So if they win by a touchdown, the Bengals did just lose Carlos Dunlap. Like they did. So but, I mean, th- they haven't relied on defense at all this year, though. Anyway, no, but I mean, the Titans, like we said, are five one for a reason. They're outscoring you. I'm taking the Bengals. To yeah, not
1: only cover, but I think they'll win.
0: Wow, really?
1: Yeah, I think the Bengals will win this game. They got the offense for it to put up points and. I mean, the Tennessee Titans are not a come from behind team. Okay. In my opinion. Yeah. Like, they're a run game. They got to get the lead first. They got to pound it down your throat and take the will out of you. And I think they will be able to, but if the Bengals can get a lead early and keep it, they'll be fine. I think
0: they'll win this game. I think that Joe Burrow will probably throw 60 passes again. Mm -hmm. I think that it'll be an interesting game, but I think the Titans win. Okay. I think that. Joe Burrow is going to have an impressive rookie season where they don't have a lot of wins. And then maybe next year, or hopefully not, but maybe by year three, that's when it all starts coming together. But honestly, Joe Burrow looks a lot closer than Baker Mayfield. Oh, yeah. Daniel Jones, like a lot of players. I've said this is the
1: best draft class they've had in a long time.
0: Yeah. I mean, the the Sam Darnold draft class looks worse and worse every year. And that was the one with five quarterbacks. Yeah. Lamar Jackson's still the best one that easy. And he was the last one. He was the last one. <laughs> and that's why teams pick at the top of the draft. So we have Raiders-Browns. Another 1 o'clock game. That one's on Fox. Um, I'm not making a pick on this game unless I know about the Raiders' O-line and if their O-line is going to be able to play from COVID. That's a really good point. I didn't think about that. But
1: if they're able to play, I'm taking the Raiders.
0: Uh, Yeah. If I would take the Raiders to win this game, if they have their O-line, but if they don't have their O-line, I'm taking I'm taking Baker Mayfield. Um, AFC Defensive Player of the Month, Miles Garrett, to take down a bunch of backup offensive linemen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, really, if you I mean, I'm telling you, Josh Jacobs could not get much done behind that makeshift O-line. Mm-mm. So I mean, I, they're supposed to get him back, but before you call your bookie, which we would not endorse. Um <laughs> You should definitely make sure that the Raiders are going to have their O-line back. I mean, maybe if they're down one guy, but not Trent Brown. Make sure he's there. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> so, I think, yeah, two and a half is the Browns. Um, I think the Raiders would cover. Raiders cover if it if the O-line's good. They're waiting for it. I do like the over on that. Yeah? 54. I think a high-scoring game. Yeah, 54 seems, seems about right, and this year seems really close to what the average has been for most of the over-unders. Oh, yeah. Like, hey, we can put 54 on it. Yeah, there's
1: not a lot of games that have had low over-unders.
0: Because there's so many points this year.
1: Yeah. It's kind of fun. There's no defense.
0: People who started watching the NFL this year, like, followed maybe Joe Burrow and like, okay, I'll get into the NFL. Mm -hmm. You know, somebody like that. They're going to be really disappointed next year when the defenses have time to practice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we're both taking the Raiders on that one unless there's no O-line. Then you can make some easy money with the Browns. Yeah. Now let's move on to the Jets, Chiefs. Um, this one's easy. Yeah. Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs. I mean, I, w- I don't know if I'd bet on them to cover, but the Jets are 0-7. So, I mean, if you're going to bet on the Chiefs in that big line, then this is the time to do it. Yeah. Um, You might even be able to – the current over-under is forty eight. The Chiefs put up 43 last week on their own. They might do it on their own. <laughs> they might do, they might hit the over under on their own at 48. Yeah. The Jets might get lucky and get 12. I mean, you might even be able to get the over on there. Yeah. Moving on. Oh, we missed a question. All right. Trivia 3. Let's do it. Trivia 2. Oh, yeah, trivia 2. Yeah. Man. That was the question. You did it. No. I'm just oh, <laughs> yes. I did it. <laughs> Okay. I'd like to thank God. This is, I was supposed to ask you this with the Browns matchup, and we already did Jets Chiefs, but let's just go back. Okay. Odo Beckham Jr. is going to miss the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. It's not the first time he's missed multiple games. Can you tell me the last year? <clears throat> Can you tell me the last year Odo Beckham Jr. actually played a full season? Was it his rookie year?
1: <clears throat> mm.
0: This is a very trivia question. I'll give you that hint. Yeah, This has a very trivia answer. You're going to go, okay. Was it last year? Yes, it was. It was last year. I knew it had to be one or two. He he feels like he was missing last year because he hasn't been good in a very long time. Yeah, but okay. Do you think Odell Beckham Jr. is overrated? Oh, yeah. I think he gets
1: a lot of hype for the types of catches he makes. But when it comes down to the nitty-gritty blocking, actually
0: being uh, every down receiver –
1: He's not there. And he's kind of toxic.
0: Yeah. it's like It doesn't seem like anybody has anything bad to say about him. Yeah. like He doesn't have teammates coming out saying, oh, Odell Beckham Jr. is what's making this worse. But when he goes to a locker room, I mean, he hasn't been his best self since he had Eli Manning. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. And if people want to hate on Eli all they want, look how hard it is to replace him for Odell. Odell has not found an Eli replacement.
1: I think he kept Eli under – I mean, I think Eli kept Odell under control. Yeah. And Odell now is in Cleveland. It's not the flashy city, but he's got uh,
0: Landry around him. He's got Chubb. He's got Baker Mayfield. Well, and he's the guy. He's the guy. I mean, Eli Manning was the guy, so he just had to be – you know, he's the rookie, come in and work hard. Now wherever he goes, he's OBJ.
1: Yeah.
0: He's that guy. He's – the most over, he's so over-talked about by ESPN, you would think he's wearing a star on his helmet and playing <laughs> in Dallas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, last year when the Cardinals were terrible, nobody talked about them. And yeah. then this year, the Cowboys are terrible, and they won't stop talking about them. What, what will the Cowboys do? Should they fire their whole coaching staff after a month and a half? Like, why?
1: Yeah, it's not even just him. He brings that to the team also that he plays for. I mean, the whole time he was in New York, we were talking about New York because of OBJ, and now he's in Cleveland. We talked about Cleveland all last year, and they never did anything. Do you think it has –
0: it's got to be that catch, right? It's that catch.
1: It's the fact that he can go up and make one-handed catches, and he's really good at social media by doing all that in pregame and getting people taking videos of him. and That's what it boils down to is, like, he has the highlights to show.
0: Yeah, and he's got that – he's a little bit aloof – you don't quite know what he's up to. Mm-hmm. He's had a couple of notable, just like, uh, you know, on the sideline kind of incidents. Yeah. It's very OBJ is kind of an enigma to me. I don't think I think he's too talked about. I think DeAndre Hopkins and some of the other wide receivers, Michael Thomas. I mean, Michael Thomas gets talked about talked about a lot, but I think that those guys mm-hmm. deserve it a lot more than OBJ.
1: Yeah, I think he's getting talked a lot because of injury, and he's kind of being a
0: little bit of a diva this year. Who? Michael Thomas. Oh yeah, he is. Any fighting, yeah. f- fighting people in practice. Yeah, he just gotten paid too. Money. All right, so let's go over to the Rams Dolphins. Now this is going to be Tua's first game. Yeah, and he's got to go against Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald.
1: Yeah, I'll take the Rams. I think they just came off a game that kind of proved that they're, I don't want to say legit football team, but yeah, they're they're good enough to win big games and. Miami is a good football team, but I think Tua is going to be in for it a little over his head this very first game.
0: I think that the Dolphins had two weeks to get a game plan together for Tua to Mm -hmm. play the Rams. Um, I think this this offense is going to look different with Tua. Yes. And I think if they're good at their job, if they did a good job putting it together, I think the Dolphins must win this game. Must win. I think it's for his development. So the Dolphins are doing a very similar strategy to what the Broncos did last year with Drew Locke.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He didn't go in on the hard games. He went in on a little bit of an easier matchup. The Rams are five and two. You think that defensive line is an easy matchup. <laughs> that defensive line's not an easy matchup, and Jalen Ramsey's not an easy matchup, no. but you, but you give him but he went, he's going in after two weeks. He's getting two weeks to prepare yeah. for an NFL team. Yeah. They wanted to make sure they gave him the buy. So they could switch over from old man Fitzpatrick to young Tua, who we know can run a little bit if he needs to. If he needs to run for his life, he will be able to. Mm -hmm. You don't design. I mean, Fitzpatrick's more mobile than people think, but you aren't designing anything for your 38-year-old quarterback to run. No, you'd be scared he'd break. Unless it's a one-yard at the goal line for Tom Brady. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just have a feeling that the Dolphins are going to win. The Rams are only favored by three and a half. Yeah, I think
1: it'll be a close game. But so, I it's—I still think it's just going to be a little too much for Tua in yeah. the first game. I get he's like got two
0: weeks, but it's still. I've just got a feeling. I'm going with the Dolphins. Okay. I'm taking the points. I'll take the three and a half points. I think the Dolphins could lose by two, lose by three. And with that little extra half point, if they lose by a field goal, the Dolphins are the right pick. And I think it's going to be that close because the game is in Miami. So Tua gets to be at home and get to be comfortable. Um, let's move on to the Steelers Ravens. Uh oh big game. Every week, the biggest game of the, the year. Involves the Steelers. No, yeah. Right now <laughs> it does. But literally every week you get all those all the big media outlets going, Oh my god, this is the game of the year. Yep. And so this is our new game of the year. How was the Steelers Titans game, our last game of the year? It started
1: out as a blowout and it ended up coming down to a last second field goal that the Titans miss.
0: So hopefully this one lives up to that. Yeah. Um, the Steelers are 6-0. and The only yes. undefeated team left.
1: Yep. You asking my pick? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm taking the Steelers. The Ravens have been a little inconsistent this year. And uh, Lamar Jackson hasn't had the year like he did last year. I just think the Steelers are solid right now. they got a great receiving core. Ben Roethlisberger is playing big-time football. I just... I think they'll
0: win. They look good. I think Deontay Johnson might miss this game after making his triumphant return last week. Mm -hmm. And just... I mean, as good as Chase Claypool has looked, Deontay Johnson, when he's in the lineup, he is ahead of him in targets, and it's clear. Oh, yeah. Ben is giving Deontay his stuff.
1: Claypool had like one or two catches last week.
0: If you started Claypool last week, you were disappointed. Yeah. And... Claypool cost more on DraftKings last week, so just a pro tip: you should be starting Deontay Johnson when he's healthy. But Claypool,
1: I think, drew attention last week, and that's why he didn't get catches because he's a rookie who drew attention from having a big week before.
0: I think it's got more to do with they finally got Juju working in the slot, and they're putting them, and awesome they're putting they're putting Claypool, and they're putting Deontay on the outside if they're both healthy. And I just think it has more to do with Deontay being on the team for longer. Mm -hmm. And this is, he's finally clicking and getting it. Claypool's coming along quickly. Yeah. But I think it's just Deontay has worked his way up, learned the offense, and they just want to use his speed and have him be the number one guy. Claypool, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. You've got more of the college tape on your side of the table, but. Claypool always strikes me as sort of, like he's, he's fast because he's a rookie, but he's more of a Hopkins type, a Diggs type. He's going to go up and get it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you're giving Claypool those 50-50 balls, but Deontay Johnson's out there burning people. He's not quite Tyreek Hill, yeah. but they're trying to use him he's like shifty. that. Yeah, yeah. So Yeah. Um, but I'm picking the Ravens. Uh, the Steelers, I don't think the Steelers go undefeated. This is a division game. This is going to be hard-hitting and the Ravens, I mean, like they're 5-1. and one, And I just think that John Harbaugh is going to have something ready for Mike Tomlin. And it's Tomlin. in Baltimore. So I'm taking – the Ravens are favored by 3.5. It's worth noting that the yeah. Steelers are undefeated and the Ravens are favored by more than a field goal. I think
1: it's because they're such even teams and being home field advantage.
0: Yeah, home field advantage, when it's that even, you at least get a point. Yeah. So that means they're respecting them. Two and a half points. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm taking Ravens. You're taking Steelers? I'll take Steelers. We'll see how that goes. Time for our third trivia question. All right, let's do it. This team went zero for eight on third downs on Sunday. That's none. But still won by the second largest amount of points by a team who did not convert a single third down in a game over the past 45 seasons. Which team is it? Oh, are you going to tell me? Options? No. No? No, this team converted zero third downs. Yeah, I know. And one by oh, I the, think I know. the second largest amount of points in 45 seasons. This is the
1: Kansas City Chiefs?
0: Yes. Um, and that brings us to the Broncos game this week. Yeah. And my point with that stat and that question was very much to set up this conversation. The Broncos got destroyed by the Chiefs, as we predicted. Mm-hmm. But... Here's the thing, their defense didn't allow a single third down to get converted. Drew Locke threw a pick six. They scored on kickoffs, like a kickoff return, a hundred and two yard return. Yeah, I mean, the Broncos got whooped in special teams, but they didn't lose in defense. So that brings us to Justin Herbert with the two and four Chargers going to Denver to take on the two and four Broncos. One of these ga- one of these teams is trying to get their third win. Mm-hmm. The Chargers are favored by three, even though the game's in Denver. I think it's because Drew Locke missed some baby passes last week. That terrible flea flicker. That terrible (laughs) flea flicker from Melvin Gordon. Oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah, that was was just bad.
0: That was so bad. So, I mean, if the Broncos look like that this week, then the Chargers are going to easily cover. Because Herbert has looked good.
1: Yeah, I think it depends on which Broncos team shows up. But Herbert has looked good, but the Chargers haven't looked good.
0: They've only got one win. They haven't been able to hold leads.
1: I'm taking the Broncos.
0: I'm taking I mean the run game. I'm taking the Broncos, too, honestly, because I just – that run game is gashing teams right now. It doesn't matter who they're playing.
1: From what I've seen, it just looks like they're getting 10 yards on every single run play.
0: Yeah, and with – I would say – I don't know about the over-under. I wouldn't touch that because I know it's no. going to be close, but I don't know who's going to score, especially yeah. with the Chargers not having Austin Eckler. Um, the Broncos might be without Philip Lindsay. Mm. Again, That's there's a, a possibility. Um, so, you know, he's working his way through concussion protocol. Okay. But I'm taking the Broncos. The, the teams are evenly matched. The Broncos will be at home. They are not doing good at home this year. Now, okay. it's, worth, it's worth noting for you and me making these picks. If the Broncos don't win this, we might start wondering if we only pick them on away games. Yeah. Because <laughs> every time we've, every time the Broncos lose a game, the damn South Park characters are there. <laughs> Those damn South Park characters are everywhere. They're I don't know people are like, they're going to get a pass, and they're going, oh, is that Tally? And then falling <laughs> over, like, what is going on? I don't know why the South Park characters are the bad omen. Yeah. I don't know. All right, well. All right, trivia question number four. Ready? Ready. You've gotten all three right. I have. So you're going for the perfect game. No pressure. Okay. The Bears are now 5-2. and two. Despite being outscored by two on the season, believe it or not, that's the third worst point differential by five and two team this season. Can you name one of the other two? Five and two. Can I look at the sheet to see which teams are five and two? Yeah. Nope.
1: Okay. I'm gonna just side eye it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I guess I can't. I'm not gonna cover it up. But a team that's five and two. Here, you want a list of five and two teams? Yeah. Give me one guess and then I'll give you a a list. I'll go
1: with the Rams. The Rams? Okay. <laughs> no,
0: you're thinking of it it's a team that's five and two that's being outscored by their opponents. The Rams have a good defense. So five and two teams, we got Bills, we've got the Titans are five and one, they don't count. We've got the Browns. We've got the Rams. Oh, let's go with the Browns. The Browns? Yeah. And we've got the Bucks are also an option. Browns. The Browns. The Browns are five and two with a negative twenty-one point differential.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say they played a lot of close games.
0: Yeah, and they've gotten blown out when they don't win. Yeah. So negative twenty-one points. They've been outscored by twenty-one. And the other team for the extra point. Since I gave you a list, I, I kind of made me it the easy. list again. No, there were three teams on the list. It was the Rams, the Bucks, and the Browns, right? There was two more. Those are the only ones. Those are the ones you guessed.
1: Okay, well then none of
0: those are right. There's only two more. So if I give you the other two on the list, it's just I'll go with the 50. bills. Yeah, it's not the bucks. Oh, an extra point. <laughs> yeah, if there were more 5 and 2 teams, that would have been hard. Yeah. You got lucky on that one. How do I get lucky? Ethical. Read me the 5 and 2 teams. It's okay to look at the 5 and 2 teams. Yeah. It basically did make it. You able- still have to be able to pick which one you want. Yeah, it made it easy, I think. Okay. You got both of them easily. But anyway. It's because I'm awesome. It's because I'm awesome. This takes us to the Saints-Bears game. The Saints are favored by 4.5, over under 43.5. This is in Chicago. I mean, if you were just – if you don't watch football and you look at lines and who's winning games, you're probably picking the Bears. Mm-hmm. You watch football. Are you picking the Bears?
1: No. See, see, I, I've not been high on the Bears the whole season. I don't think they've played that great of teams. and the games they've won, they they won would. Uh, Nick Foles but he had to come back and I don't know I don't see them winning this game
0: I think I would check the weather in Chicago before I pick this game Yes. Um, Michael Thomas doesn't look like he'll be back No And so Drew Brees without Michael Thomas Alvin Kamara is still going to play I think I would take the Saints but I don't know if I'm taking Four and a half.
1: Four and a half. wow I think that half point I think like a three point game that one and a half points. Yeah. is too much.
0: I think if uh, I think I'm going to be staying away from this game, but if not, I would definitely take the bears to cover at home. yeah um, so let's move on to the 49ers Seahawks. as we talked about, this is a pretty powerful division. the 49ers, four and three, despite literally just pulling people off the street to play running back, mm-hmm. having no notable defensive lineman left from their Super Bowl team. and the Seahawks are five and one. Everyone's like, Oh my God, the Seahawks season, they're destined. You know, they're, they're one of the teams of destiny. People are kind of talking about the chiefs, the Steelers, the Seahawks as like the teams that are kind of bubbling the Packers and the Bucks are in that last, that list too. I, this line has moved from three and a half for the Seahawks. And then I think maybe after the Cardinals game, but it dropped to three. So they're trying to get a little bit more money on the yeah. Seahawks. So that means people are taking the Forty ers to cover.
1: I think the after seeing how they handled the Patriots, people are probably betting on the Forty ers but I still have to take the Seahawks. Yeah. They this, just came off a loss.
0: Yeah, the Seahawks are at home. They're coming off a loss, and it's just not that bad of a defense anymore to no. face, I don't think. I mean, Cam Newton and the Patriots are having their struggles. We pointed those out already. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I'm going to take the Seahawks, too. I'm not taking the 49ers. No. Next. Um, Cowboys-Eagles. Ugh. Do we have to? <laughs> well, we have one last trivia question before we do. How about that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to talk about it. <laughs> this past weekend was the second time in this quarterback's career, including playoffs, that he has thrown multiple interceptions in the fourth quarter or overtime in a game. Again, this past weekend was the second time, only the second time in this quarterback's career, including playoffs, that he has thrown multiple interceptions in the fourth quarter or overtime in a game. Oh, overtime. Okay. Fourth quarter or overtime. I'll even give you a hint. The first time he did it, it's very widely discussed it's very after a playoff game. Oh, Russell Wilson.
1: <laughs> I had to think for a second, but I was like, Russell Wilson threw two interceptions and lost in overtime. Correct.
0: I think that means you ace trivia this week. Yes! Harrison! Yes! <laughs> Ow. My ear. Yeah, sorry. but uh, <laughs> I got a little carried away there. Yeah, you got a little excited? i looks a I would like to apologize personally. We're taking your gift certificate to Western Sizzling back. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I love the salad bar. Uh, I've got more bad news. <laughs> it, it's gone. Uh. Uh. Cowboys-Eagles, I can't believe this game is still on for Sunday night. I wouldn't be surprised if sometime after we release this video, they flex this game yeah. and put, like, I don't know, Saints-Bears, 49ers-Seahawks as the Sunday night game. Dolphins-Rams would be a good Sunday night game. Dolphins-Rams, two us first game Sunday yeah. night. Yeah. But uh, the Cowboys-Eagles, you know, if you live on the East Coast, just get some sleep. You know, get get rested for Monday. Don't yeah. watch this game. The Cowboys' offensive line is in shatters. I mean, it's Their sh- defense is in shatters. <laughs> Their defense sucks. Their ups.
1: quarterback situation is in shatters. Their
0: quarterbacks from James Madison University. Yeah. At uh, least they have Zeke Elliott. Yeah, they have Zeke. But Zeke's like, I need a blocker. Yeah. I, I need a man. <laughs> I think – I don't know what to do about Zeke fantasy players. I'm just going to be real with y'all. I got a Zeke team, and now that the offensive line is playing, like it just looks so bad. I mean, I got to roll him out there. I'm kind of just hoping that the JMU guy dumps it off and I get a bunch of points per reception. That's probably what they'll do. They'll dump it off to him and make, him make plays. Yeah, hopefully he gets a touchdown and just a lot of catches. Yeah. I don't know what else to do. Uh, you're not starting anyone else on the Cowboys offense, I don't think. Maybe Amari Cooper, but I doubt it. Yeah. I mean, if you have other options going on. C.E. Lamb had, like,
1: one point last week, so we're I mean, do done
0: with him. The Eagles are literally favored by eight and a half, and they opened the week at two and a half favorites. So, I mean, they so many people are taking the Eagles that there's really not much money to be made on this game yeah. unless you're a Cowboys fan who thinks that they're going to win a division game easy.
1: Pardon of me is, like, take the Cowboys to not win but cover. Yeah. Because – can neither can either team really score that many points and separate themselves? Carson
0: Wentz, the past couple weeks, as much as we like to criticize him, it looks like he's finally clicking with these random men that are playing on his team. Yeah. With all these random people they found. I'm assuming they went to Patty's Pub, and they just rounded up a couple of the regulars and yeah. asked them to start
1: catching balls. I mean, you saw where Jerry Jones tweeted out, anyone in Dallas with a jersey come to practice.
0: Did he really? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so our last game of the week, Buccaneers-Giants. Talk about another game you can skip if you want to get some sleep. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> I will
1: definitely be sleeping through this one. If
0: Eli was still there, I'd be interested.
1: Yeah, just the uh, firepower. Just or- Tom Brady-Eli. Eli, yeah.
0: Just people love to watch that. The Bucks. this is just like the Sunday night game. It opened up at 3.5. The Bucks are favored at 11.5. Good grief. Like we've no seen, some, we've seen some big lines with the Chiefs this week and teams playing the Jets, but that's because the team they were playing was that bad. Yeah, we haven't seen that many open up, close, and then expand like that. I mean, the Bucks are just expected to dominate. There won't be much money to be made if you bet on the Bucks. Like, it, if you're looking to gamble this weekend, do it before the four o'clock games.
1: Yeah, skip <laughs> the night games
0: because when it's this, when it's this lopsided, you're. You're just hoping for an upset. You're just looking for an upset, and it's just—I
1: wouldn't not do it. Happen.
0: All right. Well, that's all I got. Yep. I'm Ian. I'm Harrison, and we're out. Thanks for watching Ten Minute Warning. If you liked what you saw, uh, give us a subscribe. Yep, subscribe. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple. We're on iTunes. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook Watch. We're yep. on Stitcher. Make sure to go follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're gonna be taking questions from social media every week, and we'll get those out. We appreciate you watching. Now, smash that subscribe button. Is over there? It's over there? I think
1: it's so. is it up
0: here? No, it's definitely one of the bottom ones. I don't know. I'm, well, which way it's am somewhere. I facing? I'm facing it's, one of the.
1: It's somewhere. It's somewhere in
0: one of these.